That's right. Welcome in to another edition of the East Idaho PrepCast presented by No Vape Idaho here on IdahoSports.com. No Vape, Idaho Public Television's campaign to raise awareness about the dangers of youth vaping. Be smart, don't start. We are here to break down District 5 and 6 activities week in, week out in the great state of Idaho. My name is Brandon Bainey. We are joined by our East Idaho expert, Sean Kane. What's up, Sean? Hey, it's Showtime Sean's here. I like the new intro, so uh, I just thought I'd roll with it. Showtime, Showtime Sean? uh no? okay the All thing right. about the thing about a nickname though is it has to happen organically you can't just uh, say you know what i'm saying like you can't just say well, yeah. there goes my notes <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh that's great just joking hey. no everything's good now i dropped them but uh they were actually notes it wasn't just a prop no everything's good i'm you know it's just there's been a lot going on uh as far as sports you know it's just it's going. There's lots of things. Things are happening, and we're gonna get into it. So that's really my intro. Is we just we got to get into it. We got to look at these brackets. We've got to, you know, know what's happening. We got to show where you were wrong. I was right. Uh, that's what you know. <laughs> Can't wait. Things like that. I mean, I'm not. I'm very rarely right, but yeah, I'm. I'm excited to just kind of see this uh, conclusion of the girls and see who punches tickets. Right. Yep, it's all about punching tickets now. Uh, in the chat on Twitter, Sam Buffington. Sam, what's up? Good to see you. Yeah, he said he had to work with you, and I, you know, told him it's, it's, you know, not every, it's not everyone's cup of tea. <laughs> not only a special type of person can work with me. You know, I'm such an <laughs> egomaniac. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you want to be like Sam and join in the conversation here, uh, throw throw a comment up on Twitter youtube or facebook and we'll throw it up on the screen and talk about it you can also listen to this podcast at idahosports.com and wherever you download and subscribe to podcasts all right we are going to try and go quickly through everything today sean because i know you've got to go soon uh we are recording this on thursday afternoon february 8th tonight east idaho game night it is the district six championship game in 4a girls basketball you and uh joel richardson joel's going to be on the play-by-play you will be on color and so i figured let's let's start there as we take a look at all of all of the district tournament brackets here again i will share them up on my screen and then you can follow along that way if you're listening audio only it's all good we have all the district brackets on our homepage at idahosports.com So here it is tonight, High Country Conference Championship game. It's game seven of the bracket, which sounds cool because in professional sports, you know, game seven. Game, this all comes down to this. (laughs) Right. Uh, This is the third time that Shelly and Blackfoot will play each other this year. Blackfoot, the three seed, Shelly, the one seed. Uh, The most notable development was Blackfoot traveling to the Taj McGriz last Thursday after we recorded. And knocking off the Grizz 72 to 66. Uh, so now you've got Skyline fighting for their lives tonight as well at the Taj McGriz against Bonneville, the five seed. Winner of that will play the loser of Shelley and Blackfoot. But the winner of this game tonight, Sean, wins the district title, advances to state. The last time these two teams played on IdahoSports.com, it was a two point win for Shelley 
And let's not forget last year, these teams played yeah. in the district championship. Shelly had come in undefeated and it was Blackfoot who defeated Shelly in the district title game. There is so much on the line tonight and I'm so glad we're going to be able to broadcast it. Yeah. Just it's the, it's the game. I think you wanted, right? You think back to last year, Blackfoot upsetting Shelly, um, you know, Blackfoot has a lot to prove. They want to get back to state um, and and show what they can do. And and then Shelly, you know, they want that district title. I think that's sitting deep in their minds from last year that they didn't come away with that. You know, they made it all the way to the championship game. But I, I'm pretty sure the Russets want, you know, to be cutting down nets tonight. And, it, you know, and it's just a good game. It's two teams that match up just incredibly well against each other. You know, they're, they're just matchup nightmares all over when you look at it and um both teams are very well co coach Ramey odom of blackfoot and jessica carlson of shelly and it should it just should be exciting and and both teams have their own reasons of why they want to win this game right and i think it'll just be great tonight okay sean here's what i i need you to find out tonight last year oh um, I, I already know what you're gonna ask me oh okay what am i gonna ask you there's no orange peel Okay, yeah, that's exactly where I was going. <laughs> but there's still a fortune cookie. So they still, the Shelly Russets have some superstitions and they still crush a fortune cookie um, the before the game and read it, I guess. And, and we'll get into, I don't want to give everything away. Okay, You got to tune in later, but um, that's still there. And, you know, whose fortune is going to come true tonight? You know, are the Broncos going to punch their ticket on their fortune? Or is Shelly going to get that district title that narrowly escaped them last year? Tune in to find out. 7 o'clock, Eastside O game night. Wow. You should write the promos. I, I couldn't have described that any better. So, okay. We'll leave we'll leave a few tasty crumbs here uh, for the broadcast tonight. But, uh, yes, last year, Shelly did have a lucky orange peel for good luck. Sounds like maybe some different traditions this year. Hey, here's your partner, Joel. Spoiler. <laughs> tune in at 7 for more. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we can't give away all the secrets here. Uh, bottom line, you know, between Shelly and Blackfoot, and we figure Skyline's going to win this game over here. Three really good quality teams, all deserving to go to state. Only two are going to get to punch their ticket. Um, if we are able to broadcast this game Saturday, we are going to on IdahoSports.com. At least we're going to try to. Um, but we have to wait and see what the matchup actually is first. But those three teams all fighting to the finish it's going to be really fun all right also in 4a hoop shot district five district championship tonight could be number one pocatello hosting number two preston if pocatello wins tonight they're going on to state they're the district champs if preston wins sets up this if necessary game five that would be saturday night at seven o'clock and that would be a huge uh, atmosphere but i mean just looking at this you know, realistically, you know, we like Pocatello pretty heavily. They they beat Preston twice in the regular season. The game I want to highlight here, Sean, was this loser out game between Century and Preston. After Century went to Preston in the tournament opener and won 44 to 37 over here. Uh, this game went to overtime Tuesday night at the Snake Pit at Century High. Preston won 43-42 in OT. Sean, you are the PA announcer at Century High School. You had the best seat in the house. What happened? Uh, well, Preston never uh, – Preston led the whole game, right? They're up by about 11, maybe a minute 30 left. Two of Preston's best ball handlers fall, foul out. Century scratches their way back in to get it to overtime. 
Um, Preston scores that first basket in overtime and and really never looks back. I, I don't believe Century ever led. They had one tie. That was to get it to overtime. Um, Reagan uh, Trollson of Century had a chance to win it at the end with a three-pointer. Couldn't hit it, but it was it was just a scrappy. I think there was 55 jump balls. <laughs> and it, I don't have that stat, but there were so many jump balls. Everyone was hustling. The Pocatello girls team was in attendance. They were like cheering and gasping for all the all the things that were happening. Couldn't believe Century came back um, with such a short time left. But it was a good game, and it showed some competitiveness of of Preston. But with that all being said, I I just it's going to be a very tough feat for Preston to go. Um, to the palace and and find a way to to beat this Pocatello team, which I think is kind of under the radar when we talk about 4A. When we look at 4A, I think you, you hear Sandpoint, you hear Shelley a lot, also Blackfoot Skyline. But this Pocatello team is uh, is built to uh, cause some problems later on if they're able to finish it tonight. Yeah, Pocatello. The one thing they've been able to say this year is they they beat Sandpoint decisively. They, yeah. I mean, pretty pretty convincingly, it was day three of the East Idaho holiday shootout at the end of December uh, up there in Idaho Falls. But, uh, you know, Sandpoint is the defending champs, and Pocatello is the one team in 4A that can look and say, hey, we were able to beat uh, those girls earlier this year. So uh, Kenna Garza, of course, tremendous junior post, 6'3", uh, just an imposing presence down low, Sean. Uh, she crossed 1,000 points in her career recently. Yeah, 1,000 points, only a junior. That's pretty big. A lot of time, that's a senior um, attribute that you're hearing. Um, and the way she can score down low, uh, she'll be, you know, she's got a whole nother season. So it'll be very interesting to see where that ends up next year, I think, right? But congrats to her uh, doing it as a junior. I don't think we hear that 1,000 point um, come out very, very often for junior girls. Yeah, and speaking of a thousand point club on the boys' side, we're going to talk a little bit of boys' basketball today. Uh, I did get the heads up from a Bear Lake fan that Bryson Crane from Bear Lake is uh, probably going to cross a thousand points in Bear Lake's next contest, but they said they'd keep me updated on when it actually happened. And I think next year, Sean, uh, we just didn't have enough time to put it together this year, but I think next year, uh, maybe we'd like to keep a list of everyone that crosses a thousand points, you know, on the season, kind of in the, the, in the record book, right? Well, yes, the, let's be the record book is not going to be ready like next year, right? It's going to take, <laughs> yeah. it's going to take a long time to put that together, but yeah. in, in, in the short term, you know, have sort of a thousand point club. And also in wrestling, we'd like to kind of have the 100 career win club ooh, too, ooh. Um, to go hand in hand with that. So, um, yeah, anyway, it's just stuff we're kind of kicking around right now in, in the old idea tank. But Pocatello Preston tonight um, at Pocatello High should be a fantastic battle. The other district championship that we'll be broadcasting tonight on IdahoSports.com, Sean, 1A D1. This is the High Desert Conference. Number one, Grace. Number two, Butte County. It's not like they match up in every championship, it seems like, for every sport. Um, they did play uh, last Saturday at Thunder Ridge in the undefeated semifinal. Grace picked up the, I'll be honest, a, a tighter than I thought it was going to be, 45-33 when they won by 12. Butte County almost didn't get back. They beat yeah. Chalice by only two on Monday night. 
just to get here. And it's kind of the same deal as with Pokey. If Grace wins, they're the district champs. They move on to state tonight. If Butte County wins, it forces this. You got to scroll down here. It forces this winner. Now I went too far. Okay. Winner take all game seven Friday night at Thunder Ridge High School. I like Grace in this matchup, but I will admit 12 points in, in the undefeated semifinal did open my eyes a little bit. I mean, you've got, you know, Grace and Butte County playing for something very meaningful. I think you throw out whatever your preconceptions are, right? If Butte County won, would you be surprised? No. If you if Grace takes care of business, would you be surprised? No. I think you've just got two teams that know each other very well. Um, you're going to have this matchup. And a lot of times these games come down to, you know, coaching. Maybe they found something they can change. Uh, maybe you you can address some things that way, but at the end end of the day, you know I think Grace is the team to beat, and I think they'll come through. But I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it's going to be a fun matchup. This is tonight on IdahoSports.com as well, seven o'clock from Thunder Ridge High. Tim Belknap and Josh Magali will be on the call for that one. So two district championships tonight on IdahoSports.com, both tipping off at seven o'clock. Blackfoot at Shelley, and also. Butte County versus Grace live and free. Doesn't cost you anything to watch those and tune in tonight. So it's going to be a good night at girls hoops on idahosports.com. All right, let's just stay in the 1A ranks. Sean, we talked about it last week. Mackie and Ledor have both already clinched spots at state uh, by virtue of their semifinal victories uh, a week ago. They're actually finally going to get to play tonight in the district championship game. They've had a whole week off to prepare. It's like it's, uh, you know, preparing for the Super Bowl or something. Uh, <laughs> you know, they've they've actually had eight days to prepare. But it's Jeez. number two, Ledor, at number one, Mackey. Um, it'll be interesting to see how this game goes. In theory, you know, a win by Ledor might bump their stock in the max preps rankings. Although, I'll be honest, District tournament results so far haven't moved the needle that much from what I've seen. But either way, this is going to be a fun game tonight, but both teams are assured of their spot at state. And then and then Rockland's made it, right? Rockland. Yes. So so on the backside last night, Rockland and North Gem played in the third place game. Rockland won that game 38-25. So now, Sean, Rockland moves over here to this state play-in game Damn. Saturday against the Wampus Cats from Clark Fork, Sean. I got to call their championship title last night up here in North Idaho. They'll play 3 p.m. Mountain Time Saturday at McCall Donnelly High School. And guess what, Sean? We're going to be broadcasting this game on IdahoSports.com. So the Rockland fans that can't make the trip over, you can catch the action with Paul Kingsbury himself oh, Saturday. The one and only. Yeah, the wow. big boss. Wow. So, going to be a good time. Um, yeah. And going back to that, I, you know, I think, man, I just, I don't know. You've kind of got this feeling all year that it could be Ledor's time, right? That's kind of how I've got it in my gut reaction. But, you know, Mackie's kind of the, you know, they were the number one team in the preseason. They've kind of shown that, you know, so Mackie, uh, will look to kind of maybe win this game, but I, in my gut, I just have this feeling Ledor could, could upset here, but I, I don't know. You have been on the lead or train all year, Sean. Um, your your confidence is unwavering when it comes to these lead or Mustangs. And I think the most impressive part about what lead or has done this year is that they lost their two two of the most impactful players in school history um, mm -hmm. to graduation last year. Um, and and so 
they brought back some players from last year's team, but it is a whole new team and kind of a whole new identity and a, and a whole different way that they're winning now. So, you know, you have to tip your hat. These teams played twice in the regular season. Sean Mackey won both times by 20 the first time, by 12 the second time. Can Ledor narrow the gap even more in matchup number three? We will find out tonight in Mackey. So should be a good one. All right. And <laughs> nothing else from Sean there. So we're oh, I didn't well, I already said, I said, I, I feel like in my gut, Leto's going to win. I don't want to backtrack. I don't want to go, oh, Maggie's going to win. I just, yeah. you've just, I feel like we've been talking for about Leto for a couple of years. I know it's a different team, but I just have like a, a gut feeling that they, this is, they could, they could get it. But you know what? Both teams make it to state, right? Right. So um, it's kind of inconsequential because Max Preps is going to rank it. It's not like a, a district champ gets a spot. So in, in reality, they both get a go. So it'll be interesting to see where that pans out in that in that bracket nonetheless, right? Yeah, if, if everything holds form here, they just ran an update today, Sean, on Max Preps. They, oh. they run they run twice a week during basketball season, I think. Um, right now you're looking at Ledor is actually ranked ahead of Mackey in the Max Preps rankings. <laughs> and Mackey's wouldn't, that going, be, wouldn't that be interesting if Ledor won? Or you know, or flood or loss, and but then gets the higher seed at state. That'd be that just doesn't make sense, does it? <laughs> not a good, not a good look if Mackey beats Ledor three times in one year and is still ranked below them. Now they are very close in the rating. Ledor is three point nine seven, Mackey is three point six one. I have no idea what that means, but that's how close they are in the rankings. Um, let's see, as it stands right now, you're looking at one two three, four, five, you know, you're looking at Mackey as the seven seed, Ledor as the six, most likely. Um, so they'd be on that same side of the bracket. Um, but also, and then Rockland would be eight. So really the last three teams would all be from East Idaho if Rockland also got in, but there could be an upset or two along the way too. And everybody could move up as well. So I don't know, lots to sort out there still. <clears throat> so, all right, let's go to the two a race where, Congratulations are in order for the Bear Lake Bears, Sean. They clinched the District 5 championship last night. They beat Soda Springs for the second time in the last week or so, 42-33. to 33. Bear Lake is moving on to state as the two-seed out of the district. Soda Springs will now get to play West Jefferson in a state play-in game Saturday at Blackfoot. Um, I, I, I like Soda to advance to state here. And this is where you get to gloat a little bit. You have been <laughs> on Bear Lake all season. I have been banging the drum for Soda Springs. I have to concede here. The Cardinals lost not once, but twice to Bear Lake at districts. The Bears are playing some really good basketball right now. Yeah, they're playing really well. And, you know, they've punched their ticket. And I, you know, and I'll agree with you. I think Soda Springs is, is probably going to come away out of, out of that playing game against West Jay. Um, and you know it's it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of funny to me too. I think you know if if all goes to the chalk here, right? You're gonna see Bear Lake and So Springs probably playing again at state, right? I think you're gonna see another a rematch, and that's what I was thinking about when I was uh, looking at this earlier. Is like, man, they're probably gonna end up. They could be on the same side of the bracket, right? And uh, it'll, it'll be kind of interesting. But congrats to Bear Lake. You know they've had a great season. I think that's a tough tough conference. You had Malad that wasn't a slouch either. Um, and did a good job 
So yeah, Bear Lake coming through, got their ticket. Nonetheless, they're going to state and it'll be fun to watch them. Yeah, right now, Bear Lake would be the two-seeded state. Soda would be the six-seed. So, yes, on the same side of the bracket there. Hey, I'm just glad that, you know, Coal Valley Christian finally leapfrogged North Fremont. No disrespect to the Huskies, but, um, you know, for Coal Valley to be ranked below them and Melba uh, was a little head-scratching. So, I don't know, maybe... (laughs) Maybe Max Preps is slowly getting it figured out finally. Maybe maybe all of our ranting we've done on the prep casts for the last two weeks got somebody's attention and they said, we need to fix this. Well, I mean, <laughs> when we get the boys, I have some ranting about it, but. <laughs> okay, well, um, let's let's move to the nuke then, the nuclear conference district six up north. Uh, earlier this week, Tuesday night on IdahoSports.com, we had live coverage of North Fremont's district championship win over West Jefferson, 60-43 to 43 the final. Really, North Fremont's toughest matchup in the tournament came right here in this undefeated semifinal against Ryrie, the three seed, last Thursday, right after we yeah. recorded, Sean, 51-48. They barely hung on. The story of the tournament is West J. Uh, they, came, they came for blood. They took out the two seed Firth, 51-43. Then they took out the three seed Ryrie by a point, 47-46. Now it's West J., are they going to continue to be a team of destiny here in this play-in game against Soda Springs? We'll wait and see. Joel Richardson was part of the broadcast of this district championship between North Fremont and West Jay, and he said um, West Jay is a few years away. Very good team, but young. He likes Soda, and he saw West Jay with his own eyes. That's good enough for me. Yeah, and I, I tuned into some of that too, and and I just I think Soda is just a little little you know better at this point as far as what they have as, as a team and classmen and like that. But West Jay seems to be like this young team that, you know, we come back next year, you know, where are they sitting in this bracket, right? That's what I kind of see from that. But what a what a run and just to get there. And the, the, this conference, this uh, 2A District 6 conference, is always I always feel like there's an upset that brews in here. And in this year, it's, it's West Jay. Yeah, really fun uh, group there. Coach uh, Jelena Dixon um recently crossed 100 career wins in her coaching career for the Panthers as well so congratulations to to coach Dixon you're gonna need a coaching tab too I that's part of what we want to do with the record book too is is coaching records um as well because that because you always you only hear about it like it towards the end right it'd be kind of cool to just kind of have a you know kind of a living document if you will uh, uh, on that stuff to kind of know because just Idaho is just just chock full of just legends right just yes. legends sitting there and you don't and sometimes you don't even know it and what a great avenue to have that up there to so people can say oh this is why they're always good you know oh mm-hmm. they've got this coach legends of the game if you uh, will <laughs> <laughs> all right uh that might be trademarked you know i got the hsa <laughs> yeah. does that legends of the game yes they do every year at state uh, they play that really dramatic music in the, the legends of the game, the 1991 Malad dragons, <laughs> or what, you know, whatever. Yeah. It is. yeah. All right. Uh, let's go three. A Sean um, snake river moving on to state. Uh, they beat American falls in the district championship Tuesday night, 45, 34 American falls. It just doesn't matter. Every game is close. I mean, they beat Marsh Valley by eight. They lose by Snake River to three in overtime. They beat Marsh Valley by eight again. They lose to Snake River by nine. 
This play-in game Saturday between American Falls and South Fremont at Blackfoot is going to be a really even matchup. I'm having a hard time picking who I think will win. Officially, in my bracketology, I've gone with South Fremont, but American Falls and South Fremont did split in the regular season when they played each other. Um, So that's going to be a really interesting play-in game. We'll talk about that in a second. Let's focus on Snake River. The big news for the Panthers is Riley Edlifson, the reigning 3A player of the year, all-state point guard, really the the key piston in the engine, as it were. She's missed the last month with a broken hand. Well, she came back in this game right here, Tuesday night. Now, she played about half the game, um, six points, six assists, but just the fact that she was out there is I, that changes the calculus a little bit for Snake River. Yeah, you've got you know you've got the best player in three A. Even if they're not at a hundred percent, you've got to account for them. You've got to account for her, right? You, that's changes your defense. It changes everything. It gives a boost to your team. Like I'm, you've you we've seen Snake River play. I've seen Snake River play. The team feeds off her. She's cheering um, when the other players get baskets. I'm sure when she was on the bench. It was like having another coach, right? You've got, you know, she's she's not just going out scoring her 20 points, sitting down, drinking some water. She's a, you know, she's the lifeblood of that team. So when you get her back, whatever capacity, that's just a boost. When you're a player and you know you can pass it to your best player, it's a lot easier to be out there on the court. I regardless of how healthy they are, just knowing that they can be out there and support you um changes your mindset. So you know that's great for Snake River, so I think they'll they'll be all right. I think I think they'll have enough time to settle in and you know defend. Yeah, if we look at the Max Preps rankings for three A, Snake River is probably going to be the two seeded state, um, and the team that's going to be number one, Sean, is this team right here, Teton, your District Six champions. They beat North Fremont. In the championship game, also Tuesday night, 65 to 40. The big story here was Saturday, South Fremont went to Sugar Salem and knocked out the Diggers by a point, 58 57. Sugar Salem took third out of three at districts. When was the last time you could say that? Uh, not any time since I've been doing this gig (laughs) and I mean you just this conference was just crazy you know sugar beat Teton at one point we were talking about sugar and obviously Teton took care of business when it all said and done and got there but you've got a you've got a sugar team that would be highly qualified I think to compete at the state level sitting at home and you know you just got to credit South Fremont for kind of slowly tricking along here in this three-team conference and finding a way to get a chance uh, to make it to state. So, you know, congrats to them. Yeah, this is a really underrated um, South Fremont team that um, hasn't gotten their due all year long. Brooke Bailey has done a phenomenal job coaching these girls. I actually reached out to her um, and asked, you know, just for a couple of stats from the game on Saturday and a couple of quotes that I could use for my bracketology write-up. I'm doing a daily bracketology update where I kind of highlight the big stories from the night that was in district tournament action. And then I kind of update the field. Hey, here's who's clinched here. Who here's who I'm predicting will still make it. Um, and she was like really excited that, you know, we reached out and, um, she said, here's what she said after our first win during the regular season against sugar, 
we were told it was a fluke. <clears throat> now, in this game, it was Saturday, you that said it, probably. I didn't. No, I didn't <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I didn't say anything. Uh, now, in this game, Saturday, South Fremont got down 17 points and had to uh, had to wow. come back the hard way. And then not only that, um, they lost one starter, Lily Christensen, to to five fouls with about five minutes to go. And then a minute later, they lost another starter, Kensley Neville, um, to to foul out. And so they're down two starters, they're down 17 at one point. They climb the mountain and come back. So here's what Coach Bailey said. After our first one during the regular season against Sugar, we were told it was a fluke. Being down 17 points in a district tournament, having two starters foul out, not sure I would call our win a fluke. This team is made up of tough players who have grit and show mental toughness time and time again. And that convinced me. That's why I like South Fremont to advance the state via the play-in game. Yeah, and when you get those you know, those players that foul out and then other players have to come in and step on, step in. That's when you see the character of your team. That's when you get that grit. And when teams can do that, the sky's the limit. And uh, you've just got to be super proud of that. So I like that too. And I like South Fremont. Yeah. Just a great moment for that program. So long they've been in the shadow of Sugar Salem. So congratulations there. Let's wrap up with 5A, Sean. Uh, this was another district championship we had on our broadcast stream Tuesday night on IdahoSports.com. Rigby beats Madison 62-34. Um, a marked improvement for Madison after dropping 51-11 to in the undefeated semifinal the Thursday prior. Uh, Rigby's going to go to state. They are going to be in the mix for the title, as is pretty much every team that shows up there. The bigger question is, can Madison get past Eagle in this state play-in game? And I just, I don't see it. I would love to be wrong, Bobcat Nation. I just don't see it. But tell, tell me why, tell me why Madison could get there. I Well, you know, Madison's just a, a strong team. Like they play as a team. Um, their defense is good as a team. I think it's hard. I think we knew going into this, whatever team came out um, second out of 5A and 5 and 6 was going to have a tough feat because so many of the Boise teams are just, they're just, it's just very interchangeable. Like this could be a different team from Boise and we'd almost kind of be saying the same thing. And we know the Eagle team's strong, but, you know, Madison is a team that, you know, they're, you know, they're going to take their chips and they're going to go play hard and, you know, anything's possible. When you go play these playing games at one o'clock in uh is it in Burley, there's yeah. not gonna be a big crowd. Well, Madison actually travels pretty well. That's one thing. I bet you there's a lot of Madison fans there, but it's not gonna be this big crowd. There's not gonna be it's not gonna be normal. And sometimes that unnormalcy helps that team that's the underdog. Like, you know, we're in this. So that would be my reasons why Madison could kind of come away. And I guess, you know. I, you're convincing me more and more as you talk it through. You know, I'm looking at their schedule, and yeah, they they lost to Rigby four times, but Rigby's really good. They did, you know, they beat Pocatello, they did beat Blackfoot, they lost to Sandpoint by seven. They played, I mean, they didn't play a lot of five A teams except for you know the teams in their league. In fact, they didn't. They, they played all four A opponents besides that, but they played really good four A teams. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just I'm still leaning Eagle. That's just, that's just what my gut tells me, but uh, we will see. Um, okay. Before we get to boys basketball, this is the East Idaho prep cast presented by 
No Vape, Idaho Public Television's campaign to raise awareness about the dangers of youth vaping. Be smart. Don't start. Uh, Sean, did you know that um, vaping companies use different flavors to hide the nicotine and chemicals in vapes? So then, you know, your brain gets all hooked on it and you get addicted. You know, they've got all these like, oh, we've got maple syrup and pancakes flavor. We've got grape. We've got it doesn't matter. It's all poison. Yeah, it's, you know, you it's putting the lipstick on the pig, right? It's still a pig. <laughs> you know, you just can't you can't uh, you can't mask things. Advertising is one thing. But at the end of the day, it's just it's not good for you. It's it's has a bad result. And it's unfortunate that, you know, cheap tricks don't always result in, you know, good results. Yeah. Uh, so parents, if you're out there watching or listening and you're having a hard time, you know, figuring out if your if your child is vaping, um, a couple of signs that, that might point you in the right direction. Um, is there a sweet, fruity or minty smell in your child's room? Good chance there might be a vape pen. Um, are they always thirsty? Do they have dry mouth? Could just be that they that they're thirsty, but that's also a side effect of uh, persistent vape use. Um, cough, nosebleeds, are they more moody? Teenagers I know can be moody already, but there's, I mean, there's a full list of warning signs um, <clears throat> that you Going can Going to find. the bathroom a lot yes. is also a big one. Yes, for sure. So um, if you want more tips on how to, um, you know, discover and, and find out if your child's vaping um you can go to uh to no vape just type in no vape k-n-o-w vape also sean no vape's got a video contest for teens now if you're from idaho and you're between the ages of 13 and 18 you can enter the no vape video contest to expose the shadowy commercial tobacco marketing tactics behind vaping We've been talking about this a lot, along with the known and unknown health effects, the misinformation about vaping, and how addictive and harmful vaping can be for teens. Just create and upload your 90-second vape bashing masterpiece, and you could win a portion of the more than $10,000 in prize money being awarded. Learn more about the contest, rules, and guidelines. Get tips and research links and enter their contest. Deadline to enter is April 1st. Winners will be announced May 1st. And uh, again, you can uh, find out more information by going to No Vapes website. Really cool video contest. Love it. Any Steven Spielberg's out there? This is your chance. I'm a so. more cr Christian, uh, Christian Noel guy. You know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah, anything would be great. Yeah. Um, it, are you talking about Christopher Nolan, the Batman? Yeah. Guy? Yeah, Batman, yeah. Oppenheimer. Yeah, Christopher Nolan. I kind of like him. Yeah, he's good for sure. Okay, Sean, boys basketball. I do have one district tournament to share with you. Okay. It started last night. Any guesses? Uh, yeah, it's is Grace Lutheran part of it? It's 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 our favorite, the one AD two Rocky Mountain. Rocky Mountain yeah, yeah. We had play-in games last night, Sean. Number seven seed Shellband beats number ten seed American Heritage sixty to twenty-seven. Uh, and then number eight, Taylor's Crossing beats number nine, Clark County, 50 to 35. So now we've got the first round of games Friday night. It is Taylor's Crossing at Rockland, eight versus one. We have Shelban at Water Springs, seven versus two. Mackey at North Gem, six versus three. And then Grace Lutheran at Ledor, five versus four. These regular season standings got kind of wild, Sean. We had 
what ended up being a three-way tie um, for fourth, fifth, and let me double check, make sure I got this right. Yeah, fourth, fifth, and sixth place between Mackey, Grace Lutheran, and Ledor. They all went four and four in league play. Um, Ledor wins the tiebreaker, Grace Lutheran second, and dropping to third in the in the three-way tie was Mackey. So, I mean, it just shows how even this league really was throughout the year. Yeah, so the numbers in the tournament don't probably mean as much as maybe some other ones, right? You can right. kind of throw away those numbers, except for maybe like, you know, Rockland, I think is definitely the number one team, but and uh, Water Springs right there too at number number two. I think those numbers are pretty pretty good, but the rest of them, you kind of can throw that ranking out the door every set. Uh, I think any given night, they can win. Yeah, and I'm I'm telling you, a team I'm 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 pegging as a dark horse. I don't like their first round matchup here with Water Springs, but I think on the backside of the bracket, they they could get a couple teams. Showban. I'm telling you, look out for Showban. They went three and five in league play um, in the regular season. But last night in that opening win over American Heritage, Braden Brunette scored 25 points in the victory. Well, um, there you go. Balling out. So that's, I don't know. Yeah. Showban's a team, you know, that can, if they can get hot, like when, if their shooters can hit shots, they're, they're going to be competitive with anyone in a given night. It's just, they can start getting shots early and those guys continue on hitting. Um, they're they're tough. But I I wanted to say though, I wanted to give some credits to our officials because look how many officials we got going on Friday night, you know. Like I'm just really glad we have enough officials that can do all these games on one night. And when there's a lot of games this Friday as well, too, um, for other divisions. So I'm just I, you know, I have a couple of officials that watch this, but I wanted to make sure I gave a shout out to them for being able to, you know, take away their Friday night and uh, get all these games done and get these tournaments done. So thanks to the officials. Yeah. And I think uh, typically, you know, in the girls tournament, these games all got played on Saturday, but I think they pivoted to Friday because there's all these state play in games. And, you know, for example, Rockland is going to want to travel to watch their girls play. Um, so you can't have a boys game the same day. So it makes sense to put them all on on Friday, I thought, as well. So, um, okay. The only other district bracket that's actually been seeded um, is at the 4A level, Sean. 4A District 5. Um, pretty straightforward here. Preston wins the league at 4-0. They sweep the season series with Pocatello. They defend their home floor last week and win by 10. 67-57. They just beat Century last night, 54-38. Now you've got, <clears throat> you know, Century could still finish second. They would have they would have to beat Pocatello. I think Tomorrow Pocatello, night. yeah, I think Pocatello probably takes second there, but we'll see. Um, but either way, they're gonna have to turn around and play each other again in the two versus three matchup right away next Tuesday. So they're gonna play each other twice in like a five-day span here. Yeah, um, you know, f- kind of funny story. It was at that game, Century versus Preston Girls, the other night, Tuesday night. And Dan Hubbard, who does, you know, the the play-by-play calls for that Preston team, comes up to me and he's like, can we beat, you know, this is a question I've, I don't know how many times I've been asked by different people. Can we beat Pokey twice? You know, what do we, you know, e- everyone's asking me, like, I know. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I just, it's, uh, it's going to be the question over his mind. Can you beat? For you know, for Pokey too, can we beat Preston twice? Or you know, for Preston, can we beat Pokey twice? You know, if Century doesn't 
come through. Um, yeah, it's it's very. But the best thing I saw was um, that game versus a uh, Preston versus Pokey and Preston. It there it's on video, and they do an interview with Ty Jones at the end of the game, right? And it reminded me of a a Larry Bird thing where he just was straight faced. Like they're all like, "You beat Pokey twice, aren't you excited?" And you know, Ty Jones is just like, "We're probably gonna have to play him two more times," you know, and that, <laughs> and, and, uh, and that and that was the best thing I could. Like he he wasn't, you know, they they just beat Pokey. You know, it's been this kind of hill to kind of come away with this, you know, this end of season district, you know, winning being number one, and he's just like, "Always, oh, you know, we got, we still gotta beat him twice," and just straight face like didn't mean anything because he knew the the mountain they have to climb is still ahead of him and i thought that was great um he just great from the coach jones and we know he's a great coach and done such a phenomenal job in Preston, but just we still got to beat him twice <laughs> yeah and he's yeah that's just his demeanor he's very yeah. even even keeled uh you know joe green is too you know pokey he's always just like Ah, uh, yeah, you know, we played all right. You know, they can win by 40. Ah, like, uh, yeah, we played all right. Nothing. <laughs> and honestly, Brian Frost is too. You know, yeah. this this league has three very even-keeled, steady, mellow personalities leading the teams. That's why they're all so, so talented. And it was interesting, too, to see the, the Mac preps, because I looked at it this morning, and <laughs> it's different. It's different now, right? And now it has, uh, who does it have as number one? uh for 4a shelly oh no no that's girls sorry i'm not, i was looking at girls still i gotta i gotta switch over to boys here let me get it i can get it too but it was it was different um and now now it has uh let's see what it has oh no it has pocatello number one preston two and hillcrest three which i find uh interesting considering hillcrest beat preston twice and preston is now beating pocatello twice Pocatello's number one. So <laughs> someone, figure. Was, someone was trying to ask me that. Well, don't you know? I'm like, I, I don't know. But I found that kind of interesting. And what would be even crazier, right? If, say, it ended today and, and Pocatello didn't make it a state, the number one seeded team in Max Preps didn't make the state. Can you can you imagine? That would just be kind of crazy. I don't know if that's ever happened where we have the number one team not make it. Um as far as these rankings have went. So that's something even crazy. There's just so many little storylines coming out of this uh, three-team conference. It's just crazy. While you have Hillcrest, which I think right now is definitely the number one team. They're they're firing all cylinders. Um, they've beaten Preston twice, and, and they've been kind of close, but uh, I haven't really seen any chinks in their armor when it comes to Idaho teams. Ryan Skaggs, our North Idaho prep caster, wants to know, does Max Preps even know? Don't one you know? One I guy think Ryan knows. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who made the formula does. I'm not sure anybody else knows. <laughs> but. Is it like the computer from Space Odyssey? <laughs> you gotta <laughs> talk to it. No, Brandon, this is not correct. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was really creepy. That was good though. I like that. Uh, yeah, who knows? Uh, anyways, um, I, I'm getting more and more emails from people asking about Max Preps, and I'm like. People what? ask me too, and I, I don't, I know as much as I look it up, and I, from what I understood, you know, in my mind, I thought head to head counted the most. I had heard multiple sources tell me that, but every time I look at it, it doesn't seem like head to head matters the most. So, I don't know. Ryan says uh, he's buried that formula with Hoffa. That's 
of course, Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> well, at least some, some, at least someone can get a a reference that dates them more than me. So that I love that. <laughs> oh man, yeah, uh, yeah. So I, literally, we we know as much about Max Preps as you do. I mean, and I'm getting like coaches emailing me like I've broken down the data and our plus minus is, and I'm like, I know. I know. I, it, it, <laughs> Follow <nobody's>... the science. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, but, you know, all, all the coaches just want the formula so they can um, manipulate the system. Right. That's what the uh, well, the uh, board you is. know, most most swords have two edges. Oh, which <laughs> one are you going to use? Right. So I it, I think it's better to have the full sword than just half of it. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, OK, we got to get out of here. Ryan says you calling me old cane um short answer yes and that's the last word <laughs> we're gonna get the last word in and then we're gonna wrap up because you gotta go you are gonna be uh on the call tonight for shelly hosting blackfoot in the district six championship game tonight seven o'clock on idahosports.com it's gonna be a really fun one enjoy the game tonight sean yeah i'm i'm super excited i was there when they met the last time and you know it was a super close game i had half court shots at three pointers it had Brindley Cannon being Brindley Cannon. It had Marley Piper being Marley Piper, which I think is the most one of the most exciting matchups in 4A basketball period is when you get Marley Piper and Brindley Cannon going against each other. It's it's a it's it's a whole different level of basketball. It's a level of basketball where a lot of uh, boys coaches goes, oh, those two girls would play on my team, <laughs> and right. that's a credit to them. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, end it there. Enjoy the competitions this weekend, everybody. Uh, travel safely. Good luck to all the teams that are fighting still to get to state and girls hoops. Next week, Sean, no East Idaho prep cast in its place will be our traditional girls basketball state tournament preview special. Uh, and you're going to be a part of that because you're broadcasting this year. So you don't know that yet, but I'm sending an email out as soon as I'm done with this. All right. I will. <laughs> I've got I've got my ideas for East Idaho. Everyone else, whatever. <laughs> well, it'll be it'll be by classification. So you and I are just going to talk the five A. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Rigby, Rigby. Uh, right. I, there's th there's three really good teams, and Rigby's one of them for five A. That's what that's my. I'll give you a little fortune cookie there. Okay. And if you <laughs> if you want more fortune cookies, you're gonna have to tune in tonight to Shelly and Blackfoot. Also tonight, Grace and Butte County at seven o'clock as well in the High Desert Conference Championship game, also at seven o'clock. If you want to see all the games we're broadcasting, just click on the game streams tab on the homepage at idahosports.com. All right, thanks for tuning in to the East Idaho Prepcast, everybody. For Sean Kane, I'm Brandon Bainey. We'll see you next time on idahosports.com. <laughs>